Before we get to this episode, just to say thanks to everyone who's bought my new book, Champion Thinking, How to Find Success Without Losing Yourself. Published by Bloomsbury, the response has been terrific. It's an Amazon bestseller. It's been top 20 in the airport charts consistently, and the reviews have been terrific right across the board. And if you like this episode that you're about to hear on Flow, you'll be sure to enjoy Champion Thinking. Head to my website, simonmundy.com or Amazon, Waterstone, Smiths, places like that to get your copy. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to this bite-sized episode of Life Lessons with me, Simon Mundy, in which we revisit a nugget from one of my previous conversations and have a closer look. Have you ever caught yourself saying, there just aren't enough hours in the day? I know I have. It can feel like we are consistently being pulled from pillar to post and that is reflected in the prevalence of current rates of burnout. Some really startling research suggests that 89% of workers, 9 out of 10, have experienced burnout within the past year. So it's a huge issue and it isn't necessarily down to having too few hours in a day. It's about how we use those hours which comes down to our choices and priorities. Now, one of my guests, Ed Jackson, a former pro rugby player who broke his neck diving into a swimming pool and who's made a frankly remarkable recovery, conjured up a quite brilliant formula for how to spend your time. And the proof that this fantastic formula is a total winner is that another one of my favourite guests ex-Ironman champion, cancer doctor and charity fundraiser extraordinaire Lucy Gossage listened to my episode with Ed, heard his formula and decided to put it into action in her own life and she's never looked back. So we're going to hear from Lucy first and then Ed with his specific formula. Now both Lucy and Ed have set up brilliant charities. Lucy's is called 5k your way move against cancer. It recently won a very well-deserved award on the BBC's one show and it gets thousands of people living with and beyond cancer as well as their families and friends to walk, jog, run, cheer or volunteer at a 5k your way park run event on the last Saturday of every month and it makes such a big difference in so many people's lives. The report on the one show was just so moving. And Ed's fantastic charity is called Millimeters to Mountains, and that has a huge impact too. And I will link to both charities in the show notes, so please do check them out. 
and I'm going to link to the full length episodes with Lucy and Ed in the show notes too. So please do share this episode with someone you know who struggles to balance their time or who has had burnout because this really could make a real impact in their lives. Right, here is Lucy Gossage and Ed Jackson. People sometimes question why I still work part-time and I often get the answer, you know, I haven't got kids. Most people work part-time because they've got kids and that's kind of the the norm for working part-time. Every now and then I feel like I have to justify that decision. But actually, I know that when I'm in work, I'm I'm in work 100%. um, And when I'm not in work, I've got time and energy to do other things that that make me happy, like riding my bicycle, but also I, I hope has potential to impact more people like my charity work and stuff. And I listen, one of your big, one of the things that has actually changed my, um, the way I looked was in an interview, and I can't remember his name, but you did with a rugby player who was paralysed. Ed Jackson. Um, that's it. And um, he was talking about how he makes decisions about, um, about how he manages his time. And I'd started working through COVID. I ended up working full-time just because they were they couldn't get a locum. And I, I said I'd work full-time. And I was cycling back from work on a Friday night. Um, and I was tired. And, and the last patient I'd seen, I hadn't asked the questions that I would normally have asked, partly because I knew they'd upset her and I couldn't touch her. And I didn't want, I realised this all reflecting. It wasn't conscious, but I didn't want her to cry and me have to watch with a mask and not be able to touch her. Also, it was five o'clock. I've been there five five days a week. You know, I've worked how many hours. I was just done with seeing people with cancer. And I cycled back. I felt really bad. I was like, I'm, I'm not the doctor that I want to be. And then I listened to this interview about how he, how you know, how he decided how to spend his time and intrinsically, you know, what made him happy, what benefited other people. And it's just clear as daylight. I was like, why would I ever work full time? All it does, it makes me an average doctor for five days, whereas I like to think I could be a really good doctor for three days and then do 5K your way and then do other things. And it was just, yeah, it was like a light bulb. As someone then who does have that balance between meeting your own needs and wants and what you want to do while also getting your purpose from from helping others and contributing to the well-being of others like what advice would you have generally speaking for for getting that balance between yourself and other people so i i still i think you can be at work 50 hours 60 hours a week and be a, a six out of ten doctor or if they're really honest with themselves you could be at work 30 hours a week and be a nine out of ten doctor and what is better? What makes me happy? Lots of things. Riding my bike, fresh air, seeing friends, doing something that I feel is helping people, whether that be 5K away or seeing patients in clinic. What makes me unhappy is, is doing an average job and being an average doctor. So by working five days, I could see, say, 20 more patients, but I wouldn't be doing, I'd be an average doctor for, for them. Whereas I could, I could see fewer patients do it really well, perhaps benefit more people through 5K your way, et cetera. And then, then the other avenue that Ed talks about, I think, is the kind of, I can't remember how he classified it, but, you know, the, the money, that what pays the rent, what pays the bills. And, and obviously you have to factor in the maths around that. But generally speaking, the more you work, the less you get paid per hour because it's all taxed anyway. So that, again, is a bit of a no-brainer as long as you've got, you know, you have to have enough money and be lucky enough to have enough money to make those decisions. Um, but I think if a lot of people sat down and, and wrote down what makes them happy and, and how they can get that balance of what makes them happy from their doing stuff for themselves and also doing stuff for other people. 
because generally most people do get happy by doing stuff for other people. Certainly that's what I was missing as a full-time athlete. I wasn't getting that and, and I realised that. So by meeting your own needs, you could be better there for other people. Yeah, that's very, very well put. I like that. <laughs> it's a weird, selfish thing, but if you can feel good by making other people feel good, yeah, yeah. then it's kind of a, a win-win. So that's why I'll do all the charity stuff, just basically make myself feel better. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that, you selfish swine. Um, yeah, so to what degree did you value helping other people before your accident compared to now? Yeah, it can put it, chalk and cheese. You, you realise it is quite a selfish pursuit, you know, professional sport. But actually, I realised that I've been given, a, in a weird way, I know it sounds cheesy, but I've been given a bit of a gift from my situation that actually I could have a positive impact on people's lives just by being myself, just by going and climbing a hill, climbing a mountain. You inspire people, which is a bit ridiculous, really, but you can't snub that. And then once you realise you can actually have an, a positive effect on people's lives just by carrying on with yours in a positive way, it feels it's amazing. It's a bit of a gift, I suppose. Definitely. Saying yes to stuff. So you went through a period of like, right, I'm just going to say yes to stuff, which led to all sorts of opportunity. However, there came a point when you were like, right, I'm getting burnt out now. And you had this really good test on how to work out, you know, what should stay and what should go. Yeah, I mean, again, it was like not being able to do anything for so long um, was getting to me. And then once I left, once once I had the opportunity, I left hospital to start doing things, whether it be in the media or go to do talks. I started doing things which I'd never thought I'd be able to do before, like talks and you know, speaking in public. And so I was saying yes to everything, charities, schools, the lot, you know, and it was great. But then I realised, wow, I'm doing way too much. Eventually I hit a roadblock and it came to a point where I had to decide what I stayed with and what I focused on and what what I let go and um I suppose you must be talking about when I put the measurements with yeah. in, intrinsic value time commitment intrinsic extrinsic tests I think it came down to what takes up a lot of time for a start but also balancing the score against intrinsic value how much how better how much better it, it makes me feel or how much actual value it adds to other people versus extrinsic value basically how much you get paid for it and you weight them differently so time value is 10 for example extrinsic value 10 or five and then intrinsic value 20 and then you put a score next to everything and then ditch the bottom three things um and did we, you come up with that on your own yeah that's really impressive thanks definitely got a book in you carry on. <laughs> um and yeah so i went through that and ended up cutting out a few few more basically i just realized i couldn't say yes to to everything you know and um there were certain things in my life that I, I was sacrificing that I really shouldn't be sacrificing because actually they add a lot more value than than other things that maybe might pay a bit better but aren't really benefiting anyone that anyone else could do. And restructuring my life that way was um, really important because it gave me the, the one thing I noticed I'd stopped in my rehab basically that had gone out the window because mm-hmm. I was thinking too much about. So you'd, you'd actually start to almost neglect yourself a bit. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's getting that balance between, all right, you can contribute, but also you've still got to look after number one. Yeah. Otherwise that... you can't benefit others properly. Exactly.
Thank you for listening to this bite-sized episode with the fantastic Lucy Gossage and the wonderful Ed Jackson. As I mentioned at the start, they've both got uh, amazing charities. Lucy's is called 5K Your Way, Move Against Cancer, and Ed's is called Millimeters to Mountains. And I will link to both of those in the show notes. I will also link to both of the full-length episodes with Lucy and Ed. And as I mentioned earlier, please do share this episode with someone you know who struggles to balance their time or who's had burnout, anything like that, as this episode really could make a real impact in their lives, just as it did in Lucy Gossage's life, which has had such a ripple knock-on effect in the lives of so many other people. So please do share this episode. And thank you very much for listening, and I'll be back next week. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.